Yo fam, Coach Sam with Strong Gens Coaching, where we help men get physically, mentally, and socioeconomically stronger in life. If you're interested in our program, you can email us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. We help men 18 and older take charge of their physical health, get in a better mental state, and get ahead in their career and social lives as well. We use an all-virtual uh, platform done over a membership website with every lesson and resource will be recorded and provided for you, as well as live coaching sessions and one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions to keep you on track. It is a three-month program, and then after that, you can decide to continue with our coaches. If you're interested in really uh, taking your life to the next level, a man 18 and older, and you want to be the best version you can be, send an email to stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at stronggents underscore coaching. You can follow our page on Facebook at stronggents-menscoaching. Um, you can reach out to us, ask us any of your questions on there. Today is going to be a solo episode with yours truly all about health and fitness. I got three questions that I'm going to answer for you guys that were sent to me through my messages on Instagram. So you can go ahead and send me your questions as well to either Instagram, Facebook, or the email. It doesn't really matter. Um, the topics today range from fat loss. Um, they range from um, two most important factors for achieving your goals and uh, majors and minors. Okay, so we're going to get into these details. But before we do that, I want to do a recap of my weekend um, Saturday, I went hatchet throwing with some buddies. If you have not gone hatchet throwing, I strongly advise that you do because it's one of the most fun activities in the world. I absolutely love it. Um, a couple of my buddies came with me and um, their significant others, and we had a fantastic time. Um, my buddy Dan, he was trash in the beginning, and then he got the hang of it and ended up being superb at throwing hatchets. I am amazing at throwing hatchets i am this is like the one thing i am not humble about i for some reason i'm good at it so i like to say i'm good at it because i love doing it and i love when people want to go so if you want to go you can reach out to me and we can go ahead and throw some hatchets my buddy brandon was god awful brandon i know you're listening to this we got to practice i don't know what was going on um but hatchet throwing is just honestly it's so much fun so much more fun than darts right like darts darts is cool way less dangerous but I don't know, there's just something gratifying about throwing an axe as hard as you can at a target. So if you have not done that, I strongly advise that you do. It's a great experience. You can bring your own food and drinks and just have an awesome time with your friends and your buddies. And then on Sunday, I, uh, I just adjusted the mic volume, by the way, so I hope you can hear me better. But then on Sunday, I played around golf with uh, my boys and shot okay. Driver was terrible off of the tee. Very frustrating. Uh, lots of trees. I was getting stuck in the trees, having a hard time getting out. Um, but I was good, at, you know, in the rough, the fairway, around the green. Putting was good. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Definitely have to get better. Didn't score great. Didn't score bad. But it was an amazing day. The sun came out. We had some awesome laughs. Good time. Uh, again, golf is absolutely one of my favorite, favorite things to do. Um, just for the personal challenge, because it's always different. Uh, and you are always different when you go out there, either mentally or physically, whatever the case may be, and it's just playing with your buddies. It never gets old, playing golf with your buddies. Um, you're out there for a few hours. Absolutely amazing. 
Um, to recap our last podcast, I did a podcast with Coach Tom about Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, it was a very powerful podcast. I suggest you go listen to that if you have not already. There's a lot of fantastic information in that episode. Uh, he's the guy to go to. He's been a mental health counselor for 30 years. He is the motivational man. He's got endless motivation and knowledge on the subjects at hand. He is the number one guy to help you become a better person and live a better life, especially if you are a man. That man has lived a tough life, and he's just never strayed off the good path. Um, he's my biggest motivation, my biggest role model. I'm proud to call him my father, and I know he's going to be helping a ton of men for the rest of his life. And just giving this world information that it needs. It's none of that woo-woo, fairy BS that doesn't get you to the next step. Me and him have a fantastic conversation. We dive deep. We talk about real struggles, real topics, and real solutions to these problems. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please take some time and go listen to that episode. And now it is time to get into our three questions all about health and fitness. Um, so question number one is, uh, Coach Sam, I've been trying to lose weight for a few months now. I have been losing some weight but I don't see a change in the mirror. What can be the cause of this? Okay, so a lot of people experience this and you're saying you're losing weight but not really seeing a difference in your body composition. Now, I have to emphasize with you um, that there is a difference between weight loss and fat loss. A lot of people strive to just lose weight and although that is a metric that we need to follow when trying to lose body fat, it's a tricky slope sometimes because weight loss doesn't always mean fat loss. Um, to give you an example, the scale measures your entire entity. So who you are as a human being is going to be measured on that scale. And we have some constants on that scale. For example, your bones are going to pretty much weigh the same. Um, your organs are pretty much going to weigh the same. Now, the, just the mass of the organs themselves are going to weigh the same. Organs change in weight depending on which organ we're talking about and what it's filled with. And I'll cover that in a second. But things like your skin is going to weigh the same. Uh, so these are constants on the scale. They don't change too much. What does change what is in fluctuation are things like body fat, muscle tissue, nutrient content, so things like carbohydrates, sodium, and water, and stool content, so how much excess food and stool is in your digestive system. So for example, people tend not to realize that if you drink a bottle of water, the weight of that water bottle is 16 ounces. That is equal to one pound. If you consume that whole water bottle, you now physically weigh one more pound than you did. That water, that weight of the water doesn't just disappear into thin air. And what happens is you pee some of it out, but some of it also gets stored in your body. It gets stored into muscle tissue. Your organs take some of that up. Your blood volume increases when you increase your hydration. Um, so depending on the things you're putting in your body will tend to cause fluctuations in the scale. So for example, if you ate a meal, that meal might have, let's say, weighed a pound, um, that meal is inside your body. Now you're going to excrete some of that through your, um, you know, your digestive process and eliminating that on the toilet. But some of that food is going to be lingering in the digestive system for maybe a day, two days, depends on your, you know, how often you go. Um, and some of that food will be stored in your body. For example, if you eat a higher carbohydrate diet, um, let's say you have a lot of muscle, a lot of those carbs and water and sodium will be stored in the muscle, make you weigh heavier. So for example, some people will go on a um, lower carbohydrate diet and see weight loss in the beginning. 
And that's because your muscles aren't storing as much carbohydrate, the carbohydrates aren't holding on to as many water molecules, so on and so forth. So you literally don't weigh as much, but you're not seeing a change in the mirror because you may not be necessarily losing a ton of body fat. Now that's okay because you're on the right path. Um, what you need to do is you need to be tracking your food so you can see how much you're eating and continue that amount of food for at least two weeks at a time um, so your body can adjust and things can be accurate and then we can assess your weight as you continue to weigh in and hopefully we see a downward trend and if we don't we know we need to start lowering the food again um, but your body composition is going to change when you start adding things like resistance training in to build some muscle tissue um, because if you're just losing weight and body fat um, you're not going to look as good as you could if you were to build a good looking body underneath with some strength training. So the, the scale is going to fluctuate. There's a difference between weight loss and fat loss. If you're losing weight, you are losing some fat, but if you're not strength training and you're on a very low calorie diet, you could also be sacrificing some muscle. So the weight you see lose on the scale, the, the weight loss you see on the scale and not necessarily in the mirror could be because you're losing a little bit of muscle and a little bit of body fat at the same time and you're also consuming less food so you literally physically weigh less because there's not as much stuff coming into your body so there's going to be fluctuations on the scale pretty much daily or a couple days at a time so it's important to keep track of your weight and the best way to weigh yourself is to weigh yourself every day at the same time in the morning after you go to the bathroom and keep track of that for the week and then take your average weight for the week, okay? And then track your average weight for the week over the course of a month, two months, three months, so on and so forth to get your truest weight possible. So if you're seeing weight loss but not necessarily body composi composition changes, it could be a couple of the factors I was just going over. Um, but you also have to address, you know, are you engaged in a strength training program? What is your nutrient content look like from the foods you're eating? Um, so let's attack some of that right now so I can give you a basic uh, plan of fat loss and you can go ahead and continue your progress because you don't want to get discouraged because things are happening, things are changing, and that's great. And you want to keep that going. We just want to do it a little bit more efficiently. So the ultimate fat loss plan for most people is engaging in a lower calorie diet. So that really entails eating less junk food. So less pastries, less candies, less soft drinks, less milkshakes, less ice cream, less heavy foods like pizzas and fried foods, um, if you can eliminate the junk foods and start eating more whole foods, um, you know, like just fresh fruits, veggies, meats, grains, cook more meals at home, you can sprinkle in some of your favorite things, switch to diet drinks and water, that's going to help you lower your calories right off the bat. You don't necessarily have to track your calories right away, but it would be a good idea to write all your food down so you can get an idea of how much you're eating. And if you do plateau, you can take a look at your notes and you can see, you know, maybe a pattern throughout the week like oh you know what I've been eating peanut butter every day I haven't been measuring the peanut butter maybe it's not 100 calories that I think it is maybe it's closer to 350 calories a serving and then you can cut that out because you see it every day and then you can see if you start to lose weight so number one is address the food um, and then start with along with addressing the food start prioritizing eating more protein uh, protein does plenty for you especially in terms of weight loss uh, keeps you more satiated helps build more muscle tissue, um, so on and so forth, helps with repair from your workouts. Um, so that's the first part is getting your nutrition dialed in. Uh, second part is moving more. So we want to be walking at least 20 minutes a day, five days a week. Uh, you could shoot for 10,000 steps. You could shoot, if you don't walk at all, 
go for 5,000 steps. Like if you're getting 1,000 a day, go for 5,000 and then work that up. If you're already at 7,000, you know, push that to 10. If you're already at 10 and you're not seeing results, push it to 12,000, so on and so forth. But you need to start moving more and burning more energy throughout the day. And then the third part to this equation is beginning a strength training program. This is going to help you add more muscle tissue. It's going to help utilize the nutrients that you're consuming, especially carbohydrates. Um, and you're, by building more muscle tissue, you will become more metabolic, which means the more muscle you have, the more calories your body will burn by doing nothing, just being alive because muscle needs energy to live. So the, of some of the food you'll be eating will be serving that muscle and not necessarily being stored as body fat. And strength training will also help you build a better looking body so that when you do lose the weight, you will see the results in the mirror. So sometimes you may be losing weight, um, but think you're, you know, you're, not, you're not seeing results in the mirror because you're not necessarily changing the way your body looks underneath that body fat. You're not building any muscle. So that's the trifecta right there is getting a handle on your nutrition and prioritizing protein, going for a walk at least 20 minutes a day or just increasing your daily movement. You can use a step tracker to track your movement. It's just easy to do. And then engaging in a strength training program to help build some muscle and utilize some of the nutrient content that you are consuming through your diet. Bing, bang, boom. That is the trifecta that helps plenty, plenty of people lose weight easily over time. And if you're someone who's struggling to lose weight, um, you can always reach out to me for my personal training services. Um, you can send an email to, again, stronggentscoaching at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram, stronggents underscore coaching, and I can get you on a plan. Uh, if you do want to join the Strong Gents program, we take you through an entire 12-week program for weight loss and muscle building to clean up your nutrition to get you as healthy as possible. So that would be step one. Um, I can help you in that regard. So uh, don't be shy. Feel free to reach out. We can get you on a better path and help reach your goals. Um, okay, topic number two. I had a question from somebody um, about, you know, like uh, the little things, right? So they mentioned a bunch. So I'm not going to go over what they mentioned, um, but they were asking me, you know, should I be taking this? Should I be doing this? And these were all little tiny things. And my message to that person was, you got to stop majoring in the minors, right? Major league baseball players don't play in the minors anymore. They don't focus on the minor leagues. And you should be focusing on the major factors that are going to help you reach your goals. Not the little things that really don't make such an impact. Now, that doesn't mean these little things don't help in some capacity, but they are not. They don't have a great enough stimulus or a great enough effect to give you the results that you're looking for. So if you're someone who's trying to lose weight, something you should not be prioritizing, for example, is apple cider vinegar, right? It's not going to help you lose weight. It might have some benefits in terms of health or whatever you want to, you know, however you want to say it, but it's not going to be a key factor in you losing weight. So the major stuff is what I just went over, dialing in on your nutrition, moving more and building some muscle. So if you're someone who is nitpicking all these little things, you're probably doing it either because of the information you've been told online or because you're trying to avoid doing the bigger things because they do take a little bit more time and energy. It's not like you just take an apple cider vinegar pill in the morning. No, you got to commit to a 30-minute walk or an hour strength training session or uh, cooking meals at home. These are things people avoid because they take more time and energy, but it's the major factors that are going to help you to reach your goals. For example, when I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, it's okay to drink some diet sodas. You know, they always bring up the case, oh, what about diet sodas? I thought diet sodas were bad for you to cause cancer, all this stuff. Now, that the studies don't show that, you know, um, they, they don't show that to be true, but 
It's just the fact that these are the same people who would drink two beers a night, get smashed on the weekend, uh, and eat Wawa mac and cheese at 2 a.m. in the morning on a weekend and then worry about drinking a diet soda during the week. Like, It's not something you might be doing forever, but let's get a hold of some things here. Let's help you reach your goals. And if your goal is weight loss and you're drinking two beers a day and like you're drinking your calories with regular soda or iced teas or whatever the case may be, throwing a diet drink or two in there is going to help you reduce your calories. It can it can curb your sweet cravings and things like that. So it's really like you got to you got to stop majoring in the minor, stop focusing on such small details and really start to dial in on the major stuff. And once you get a handle on these major factors that are going to impact your life in a positive way, such as losing weight, gaining muscle, getting better sleep, um, increasing activity, getting a job, building structure, um, uh, schedule. Once you have all of these big factors in line, then you can start worrying about the little things because they might, in, in when you're in that space, they might help you reach that next spot in your goals. But Right now, if you're just starting out, you really haven't reached any goals, you can't be focusing on these small things. You really got to just focus on the big stuff so you can make some serious changes and then tweak things along the way, add some small things in here and there, take some small things out here and there. But the small things should not be your main focus, especially in the beginning. So for just basic general health, if you're trying to get healthier, you know, uh, focus on the big picture stuff. Go for a lot more walking to increase your movement throughout the day, your energy expenditure, focus on uh, eating more healthier foods, fruits, vegetables, meats, eggs, uh, and ditch the junk foods, the soft drinks, cut down on your alcohol intake, focus on getting better sleep. These are all major players. You know, um, Attacking the main responsibilities is going to be what gets you the results in the end. And then you can add the small things in later on. Um, Let's move on to the next question here. Um, Sam, I've been trying to achieve my goals for a while now. I've had some success, but I feel like I always yo-yo up and down with my goals, and I've never actually achieved what I want to do. I've come close. Do you have any advice for finally reaching these goals? Um, I'm trying to lose 15 more pounds and run my first 5K. Well, these are two awesome goals, first of all. Um, losing weight and you know you're setting a physical goal like running a 5k I think that is so important um, you need physical goals because if your goal is just weight loss it's okay um, but it's not going to for most people it's not going to be enough for you to continue on the journey because there's just too many temptations in regard to food and social gatherings that can throw you off track but what is and that might deter you from continuing your exercise and your healthy eating so on and so forth but what keeps people on track most of the time is when they set physical goals and they need to reach them. So I think running a 5K is absolutely fantastic. I think you should also have some strength goals like do you want to lift a certain amount of weight? Do you want to do a certain amount of push-ups? Would you like to finally do a pull-up? Um, would you like to hold a plank for a certain amount of time? These things are important because when you walk into the gym, you need a goal besides just weight loss. You need to be in the gym for a reason, to be getting stronger, to be attacking and achieving goals. So for you... The two most important factors, it sounds like you said you're yo-yoing back and forth. So for you and for most people, the two most important factors, and they go hand to hand, is going to be consistency and discipline. You have to be disciplined enough to be consistent. And if you can be consistent and disciplined together, that is the recipe for achieving all of your goals. Uh, right now we're speaking on health and fitness goals, but really honestly that over spills into every area of your life. 
um, consistent effort and being a disciplined person in that consistency will help you achieve your health and fitness goals. So you're trying to lose this 15 pounds. You know, you have to evaluate your life. Look from the outside in. Are you doing everything you can um, to reach these goals and are you doing that consistently? Now, you just need to be consistently better than you – you just need to be consistently good more than you are consistently bad. I always use the example of an old-time weight scale where you got a bowl on one side of the scale and a bowl on the other side of the scale. And if you put weight in one side, the other more weight in one side, the other side raises and it goes back and forth. Um, so you want to be putting at least 60-40, right? So 60% of the time you need to be more consistent with the good stuff and 40% of the time you can fall off. Are you going to see results? Yes. Are those results going to be slow? Yes. Is it going to be frustrating? Most likely because the results are not going to seem significant. If you were to put 10% more effort into the good, so if you were to be 70% of the time you're putting consistent, disciplined effort into reaching your goals and 30% of the time you fall off a little bit, you're going to see faster results, better results, uh, and you're going to uh, stay motivated, right? If you do 80-20, so 80% of the time you're, you're focusing on being consistent and disciplined with the good stuff and 20% of the time you fall off, you're really going to ex accelerate your efforts in terms of reaching your goals. It's harder to stick to. Um, 90-10 is extremely hard to stick to. Not many people can. Uh, so I really urge people to stay in that 70-30 range, right? So you just need to be consistent and disciplined 70% of your life when you're trying to reach these goals, and you'll reach them in a timely manner. But the two factors that are going to get you past this yo-yoing are being consistent. So even if you do have, let's say, a bad weekend, you don't carry that weekend into the week, all right? You get back on track, you continue your journey, and you try and be better next weekend, so on and so forth. You want to be doing more good than bad to reach your goals. That is how this stuff works. So we want to maintain that consistency through a long period of time. Most people's goals are too short-sighted. So they're trying to, let's say, like lose 30 pounds in 30 days. That's just, it's possible, but it's not uh, sustainable or efficient. Uh, you should be aiming for you know, six to 10 pounds a month. That is fantastic weight loss. It's a sustainable weight loss. And that's in that 70-30 range. 70% of the time you're doing what you really need to do. 30% of the time you fall off, whether it's because of lack of motivation or life got in the way, so on and so forth. You give yourself a little bit of breathing room. But you got to be honest with yourself. Like, are you consistent? And are you disciplined in that consistency? Because most of the time the answer is no. Um, in terms of reaching your 5K, you know, that comes down to training, which also comes down to consistency and being disciplined enough to continue the training. So training for a 5K is very simple. I'm going to take a quick sip of water here. Um, training for a 5K is very simple. Now, you can download an app. They also just have the pamphlet online. You can print it out. It's called Couch to 5K. It's a program to help you run your first 5K. It's a fantastic program. Um, but a simple program just off the top of my head, which I've given people in the past, is the goal is 5K, right? So it's a little over three miles. So you need to get good at running a little over three miles, right? So you should not be doing more than, let's say, four miles. You just need, it's a short amount of, it's a short distance and a short amount of time. So what you should do is start slow. You should, the week one, you should do a half mile. You should do a quarter mile walk and a quarter mile run. The next week, and you do that at least three days a week, the next week you're doing a mile run. You do quarter mile walk, quarter mile run, quarter mile walk, quarter mile run. The next week, you're doing a mile and a half. You do half mile run, quarter mile walk, 
half mile run, quarter mile walk. And you continue this pattern all the way up to about four miles. So your week three would be um, two miles, uh, actually, think yeah, two miles. And then week four would be two and a half. Week five would be three. Uh, week six would be three and a half, so on and so forth. And if you feel like you can't maintain that pace, you just extend it a week. So you would repeat, let's say, two and a half miles. Instead of doing it one week, you repeat it another week. And you slowly uh, fade out the walking phases, right? So you're starting in the beginning, walking quarter mile, running a quarter mile, walking quarter mile, running a quarter mile, to running half a mile, walking a quarter mile, so on and so forth. And then you try and run as long as you can. And when you need to take a break, you feel like you can't do it anymore, you walk a quarter mile and you pick it back up again. Uh, running a 5K is very simple. It's just the consistency. You need to be getting out there at least three days a week. You cannot miss your sessions. You got to get them in. Uh, and it's just your body has to adapt to the stimulus you're putting on it. And the only way it can adapt by that is by doing it more often and, and continuing to try and do it better. But Couch to 5 Couch to 5K is a great program. You can also reach out to me. I have the exact program that I'm talking about um, in my files. I can send it to you. I've had great success with clients with that. Um, one of my clients was training for 5K. And in their plan, they had like nine-mile runs. I'm like, well, your goal, their goal was to run a 5k faster than they ever have. And I'm like, well, why are you running nine miles right now? Because your goal is to just run a fast, you know, 5k, you have to get good at running three miles, we can't necessarily get good at running three miles. If you're running nine miles, because your pace is going to be different, you're not gonna be able to run nine miles as fast as you can run three miles. And we're not running for distance at the moment, we're, we're running for speed. Now for you, it's just different, you're just trying to complete the 5k. So we just need your body to adapt to the distance, and that happens over time with consistency and getting out there on the pavement, on the treadmill, wherever you want to run, and putting in the work. Um, so those are the two most important factors for reaching those goals. Your weight loss goals and your running goals is consistency and being disciplined in that consistency and trying to maintain 70% of the time you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and 30% of the time you are granted to fall off because life happens. Uh, if you do the 70-30 rule, you will see results. And those are the three topics I got for you guys today. So I'm going to be ending this now. Um, if you have any questions, again, send them over to stronggentscoaching at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at stronggents underscore coaching. Um, again, if you're a man 18 and older and you want to get physically, mentally, and socially and career stronger in life, send us a message. We are here to help. I hope you guys have a great week, and uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and uh, give us a five-star rating on Spotify and iTunes. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate all the support. Until next time, peace.